Today on episode 64 of the Home of Play podcast, our reaction to the gameplay reveal of Horizon Zero Dawn and Far Cry 6, Sony's pushing to be more social and mobile, and the PlayStation Now service is still kicking. All that and more. So much more. Let's get some intro. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 64 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday the two best friends join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free if you enjoy it at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by telling your friends, family, and the undead about the podcast and that they can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing and it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please send any of those to our email address at homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com. And then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss all the fun articles and gameplay reveals that we have seen this week. Okay. The reason I was laughing during that intro is Chris wrote that up just before and I did not know about undead people or such as those things. So if that made any sense, let's continue on. And on today's episode, we have seven news articles to discuss. But first, as always, let us begin with what we've been up to this last week, starting with Christopher. Not too much. I mean, it's a bit, a bit, uh, lots of gaming, but it's all been pretty much the same stuff. So uh, obviously we talked about before Resident Evil Village, still really good game, enjoying it a lot. Um, just chipping through the mercenaries mode, trying to get the last uh, achievement or trophy for that. It's been uh, painful <laughs> to get an S rating on all eight uh, maps. Uh, currently, I have six out of eight. Uh, I haven't tried the last two yet, so <sighs> looking forward to doing those. Um, I've been trying to do one a day, but I've uh, been too tired and didn't feel like doing that the last two days. So other than that, uh, pretty much most of my gameplay time has been to Mass Effect, the first one. Uh, they did a really good job remastering it. Uh, I, there's, it still has some of the issues that I had from the first one where uh, I wasn't super keen on the weapon system. Uh, it's pretty much like, I don't know, this is just a guess, but like 12 different types of wep- uh, gun types. Um, and then... Uh, each weapon type has about 10 different levels of like strength. So there's always going to be one that's probably just better than the others. Uh, there's no like special perks to any other guns or anything. So it's, I mean, let's be honest, the game's older. It's, it's not like you've got guns like Destiny where some of the guns are shooting lasers out of the side or some stupid shit like that. Uh, so I uh, really enjoyed it. I got the platinum on that. Yeah, there wasn't too much to point out i noticed one of the dlcs didn't make the cut uh the pinnacle station dlc uh apparently i guess it was a different company that made that dlc and i guess the source code got lost and slash corrupted and they're like we'd have to recreate the whole thing to put it back into this uh legendary edition so they didn't do that um it wasn't anything too special from what i've read and i don't remember if i played it originally I think the other big standouts were, were like they improved some of the driving sequences, which definitely needed it. Uh, I think one of the other ones was 
all the characters can use all the different types of guns now, where I think before they were limited to like one or two specific gun types, um, which I guess adds a little bit of variety. But to be honest, I played through the whole game and I think I set the guys to like, you use this type of gun, you use this type of gun. And I don't think I ever changed it after that. So yeah, so I just started Mass Effect 2 a little bit, a uh, day or two ago, really getting into that. I Number two, I think was my favorite of the original trilogy. Uh, so I'm already just loving every minute of it. It's super polished, looks really nice. Um, just started recruiting some of the the side members of the team. Uh, just already way more into it. I like the weapon upgrade system and just kind of more. You got to search for the upgrades, then research it. Just enjoying it way more than the first one. And I even enjoyed the first one. So that's a big plus there. Otherwise, that's pretty much it. I don't think I touched the PC for any PC gaming this week. And other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. How about you, Steve? What have you been up to this week? Uh, very boring. Like you said yourself, I just basically continued playing Ghosts. Um, I feel like all week it was that dilemma of like, okay, what else do you want to play? Ghost is, you know, serving its purpose, but like, do you want to get near replicant? Me and you were talking about the days of play sale. Uh, so I think a little bit of me was reserved to be like, oh, if Chris does get Demon Souls, keep yourself free. <laughs> it's just like, get ready for that. That's still on my hard drive. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I was thinking about near replicant again, but I still just can't justify it. as good as it might be. Uh, I know it's got some issues, you know, it's an older game and, much like your Mass Effect 1 remaster, it, it sounds like there wasn't much change. Uh, so there's going to be some of those issues just being a dated game that I feel like I, sh I don't know if I want to pay like full price for that. Uh, so I just keep kind of putting that off, even though I'd like to try it. I think I'm in the mood that I enjoy it, but whatever. So yeah, I just end up keep playing Sushima there. And uh, I think I got to the second act or whatever you want to call it. And uh, just enjoying my time with it. Still beautiful. Still great. Love the combat. I made a build that's all those new random charms where I can tame uh, one of those Mongolian dogs. So if you sneak up behind it, you can pet it. And then it's you're like your friend and he just attacks everything. But I found it also super annoying because the whole time he follows you, he just barks <laughs> like nonstop. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to kind of stealth here, and it's really Let's hard to play. do. Yeah, exactly. So that was whatever. And then, yeah, I got the lightning when you do, uh, I think it's a heavenly strike. Mm -hmm. uh, every time I use Iron Will, Gust of Wind or Hornets will, like, kind of distract enemies so you have time to, like, reestablish yourself. And so I made it a, a build just of all the new charms, and it, it's kind of fun. Nice. S sounds a little OP, but... Uh, oh yeah it's definitely not for like your first time playthrough if or if you want anything challenging but i would say too they do have a bunch of new charms that make the game stupidly hard like you can put a charm on that like you'll die if you get hit once one hit kill charm yeah you can get a charm that like makes that you get no resolve back or half the resolve back or something like you can make it a lot harder if you really wish that upon yourself but i'm just trying to have a good time you know it's a great game. Easy, easy game to have fun with. So I know, yeah. I know when it went on sale now, uh, I blasted everybody I know. I'm like, go get it, go get it, go get it. What does the game about? Don't worry what it's about. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> There's good. a sword and a guy. Shut the hell up. <laughs> You'll like it. it. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully I talked uh, a few people into buying it. 
it's this, what is it? The home of plays game of the year, 2021, 2020, 20. Wow. It's looking like it might be 2021. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just with the years. bangers we're getting this year so far. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's basically all I got into. I didn't have a lot of time for games, but, uh, I still, you know, Wednesday had a good sit down, good sushi Monday. How, how deep have you looked at the uh, the sale, the Days of Play sale? I know you're wanting me to get Demon Souls and Demon Souls and the Spider Man Miles Morales. I'm I'm staring at and I'm like hovering my button over the add to cart and purchase. And I was like, I don't think I'm gonna get much cheaper anytime soon. Like I no, if, if not it does, soon. it's gonna be like a year away before. I'll Maybe Spider Man. Spider Man will probably make, get cheaper. I'll make you a deal. You buy those two games, and I'll buy... Um, it takes two? It takes two and near Replicant, <laughs> just to try to match your we'll cost to my own mouse. Yes. Okay, okay, we'll do it. Okay, I'm just taking a sip of my Coke Zero. So we continue into the, the news. news. So we start with number one, Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West gameplay reveal. This one happened this week, and uh, we're just going to talk about ourselves, but I'm also kind of citing VGC here. We don't have an exact release date just yet, but development is on track, and we'll have an update for you very soon, Gorilla tweeted following Thursday's gameplay presentation. According to independent market analyst Benji Sales, the Horizon Forbidden West presentation quickly became the most watched state of play broadcast focused on standalone PlayStation Studios game. A little reference here, Horizon Forbidden West hit 2.3 million views. Uh... It's the highest, and they did in like three hours. Uh, Demon Souls was 2.2 million views. Ghost of Tsushima, 1.9 million views. Last of Us Part 2, uh, 1.5 million. And Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, 960k. You, I know this is supposed to be a Horizon article, but reading through that, that sounds not great for Ratchet and Clank. I don't... I. Th- I mean, it seems accurate to me. I don't think Ratchet and Clank, like, it has, like, its fan base... And I feel like I don't want to say maybe a younger audience might be more interested in it. They do old older jokes too, like any other type of comedy you see, comedy animated series or anything like that. So I don't, I just don't think the interest is there. Horizon, as much as we were, I guess maybe I was never interested in it when it first announced the first time uh, for the first game. You, I think, had a little bit of interest in it. Uh, yeah, you got it. Didn't really have the best time. I didn't get it. I think I borrowed it from a friend. I had an okay time with it. It was about as high of a rating I can give it. It was okay. I didn't do the DLC, and from what I heard, the DLC was fairly good. Um, But I I don't know. Even watching this gameplay trailer, to me, I wasn't like amazed or anything. It looked fine. It looks like a fine game, but... it, it, it. the only way I'm going to probably get this one is if like it comes out in a date where there's like literally nothing else I'm interested in like around it within like the next month or two. <laughs> so 2021. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2021. Cause, cause there is nothing around it that I'm aware of. You know, like I, we'll talk about it more later, but there's, you know, maybe one other game I can think of releasing somewhat in- but that's the thing. We don't even know when this game's releasing, but, uh, you know, it's assumed it's going to be fall or holiday season. That's what people uh, are whichever hoping one. for, but I, yes. I don't know what tea leaves they're reading. Well, and that's exactly what I kind of want to talk on. Like, you know, I kind of misdirected us here, but we'll get back to the point. We had a state of play. It came out on Thursday. 
Me and Chris both watched it. It's 14 minutes of gameplay, a little bit, you know, a few more minutes of some guy talking about gibberish. But really, uh, when you get into the, yeah, it's about the gameplay reveal. Mm -hmm. We watched it. Um, I actually went and watched it a second time because I thought maybe I was doing it an injustice or a disservice by watching it on my phone. So just before we started recording, I watched it again on my TV because I'm like, this is how I'm going to be experiencing it if I were playing it. So maybe it will look better this way. Cause just cause all the comments I see online and everyone's like, this is the best looking game ever. And I, I didn't get that experience watching it on my phone, but after, you know, put it on my TV, I'm like, yeah, this definitely doesn't look good. <laughs> like, doesn't you know look I'm good. Saying? Like, no, <laughs> like I, okay. I, I shouldn't say it looks bad. I'm not saying it looks bad, but like in no way does it look like yeah. Demon Souls to me. Doesn't look like or, Demon Souls or even the RE engine. Yeah, I was gonna say R. Like again, I have my yeah. beef with RE engine and the the outside the village. I feel like you know it's harder. It's an open world. Yeah. Um. But inside the castle, you're like, okay, this is phenomenal. This is next gen. Um. Just really speaks to that engine's power. This game though, it does look decent. Like I think the textures are there. Uh, it's fine. It's just the little details. There's, there seems to be no upgrade. Like, you know, grass is stagnant. It doesn't move whatsoever. Um, you know, I'm watching her hair go through a bow narrow, like in a gameplay reveal, like, and maybe I'm looking, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. I am critical of everything. Oh, yeah. Like I'm going to pick apart crap, a hardcore. It's just what I do. <laughs> Maybe it's OCD. I can't tell. Um, but yeah, I just, I watched a lot of things. And then the, the biggest thing that stood out to me and then my number one complaint of why I don't think I'm that excited graphically is because I don't know if they didn't release a, like a stable video after the fact. Most people do. Like, you know, I think uh, some reveals in the past, they'll stream it. And then there will be issues, right? right? There's limitations, especially with the internet, with COVID, all this stuff. So then later, they'll just like kind of post it and then you get a more stable. Well, I can't find a single video that that game looks stable. Mm -hmm. And like, I think me and you were talking about this after discussing with you previously on Thursday, coming back and watch it again on my TV. I think you're right, Chris. I think that game was trying to just do solid 30, and it was even failing at that. Yeah, I don't think it was 60 FPS. I, I just No. And I, I watched it on... Did I, what did I, watch? I think I watched it on my TV as well. Uh, and it's it wasn't live, but it was the live stream that somebody recorded. So, I, I mean, it could be doing 60 FPS if, if you say, like, if they actually post the video just online, um, that could be it. It could be a streaming issue. could be YouTube. Who knows? But to me, it didn't look like it was hitting 60 FPS at all. Uh, maybe like 30, maybe 45. It just didn't look right, 100% perfect to me. So that's a little surprising to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. Honestly, it again, it's that question. Is this a streaming rip? And I, I don't know what I'm watching. And that's why it's chugging so much. But I went to, uh, you know, it, its own video. I didn't look for the live, you know, the after the fact recording. I went to IGN's cut and pasted 14 minute gameplay. Like it, it had nothing else, just the gameplay. And it still looked like junk. It, it just all the time frame rate dips. Uh, so, yeah, it's hard for me to tell right now. Like, what's this game going to look like when it comes out? Because mm -hmm. the way I'm seeing it right now, 
looks like it needs work. And then, you know, if we want to, I'll let you kind of say more, Mm -hmm. but following that, that is my concern. This thing ended. We got no like release date announced whatsoever. And if it's chugging like this and having issues and they're not even confident, confident enough to give us a date yet, I, you know, I'm having a hard time believing this is hitting this year the way I'm currently seeing. I could be totally wrong. Maybe they wait till July, you know, maybe we don't know what PlayStation's doing around E3 if they're doing anything. Maybe they're going to do their own event in July, August. I have no idea whatsoever. Maybe they do nothing. Maybe they just keep doing little states of play and whatever. And maybe that's when they want to reveal the date. And maybe it will say September, October, November. Uh, and I could be totally wrong. It's just, that's not usually how PlayStation does it, though. No. So in, maybe they're just going a totally different direction. That's fine. But, you know, if you're asking me, based on what PlayStation traditionally does, no, this game's not coming out this year. So sorry, I'm ranting. Chris, let's t- hear your t- a little more of your take on the video. So, well, just to add on to, to the release date, I, th- I think you're probably right there. I think if they don't announce a release date in this coming month of June... Uh, it's probably not coming out till the next year. Um, I the reason I would say it would be coming out this year is is the factor that, that how long have they been working on this game? Because it's coming out for PS4 and PS5, so that makes me feel like they've been working on it a little bit longer than probably other ones. So I'm trying to think mm, because they've been working on both systems, there's a better chance that it could come out this year. Uh, but if they don't announce it by the end of June, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not going to happen, but otherwise, uh, gameplay, um, I didn't see, I'm trying to remember the first game. I didn't see too much new. Uh, I mean, I, there was new stuff. Don't get me wrong, but like, uh, there's the, uh, what was the, the umbrella thing that see through things. Oh she's yeah. Used. The shield glider. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's a mechanic. Sure. It's fine. The weapons and stuff are all, you know whatever they're fine it, it looks half decent to play she's hiding in the grass um some of the water stuff looked okay uh when she mm-hmm. was swimming underwater that looked that looked pretty interesting and good i don't know how combat would work in the water because i'm guessing it would just be all melee combat because the bow obviously won't work <laughs> I, I wouldn't think but who knows maybe it's super fast <laughs> underwater bow, bow and arrow uh, shots or something so i don't know it looked fine uh there was was one sh- shot that was pretty cool that it was like futuristic uh, robotic elephant, and there was a whole bunch of AI people on top of the elephant, like shooting at the character. Right, right away, shot me to like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings gameplay with all the guys on the top of the re- regular, well, regular elephants, uh, living, breathing elephants. Uh, so it was like, oh, that's kind of a reference to that in my head, anyway. So I don't know. It, it all looked really good. The AI like in combat with the people looked a lot better than the original game. Yes. Because that was pretty basic in the first game. It but was, did it not give you like Last of Us vibes? Yes, it did. Specifically part two. Yeah. I felt like that was ex- almost a one for one. You could have put Ellie on top of Aloy. Yeah. And then I would have been like, oh, this is Last of Us with dinosaurs. Like with the close Robot. combat stuff where they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It, it seemed like they basically recognized because that was easily the worst part of the first game. One of the main reasons I stopped playing it, honestly, was just I found the AI for humans were just it was inexcusably bad. Um, I, I remember 
this is just seared in my brain, but like I got to the first human outpost and or encampment or whatever they want to call it. And I remember hitting one person. They walked outside the camp. So I hit them because I'm trying to do things stealthy and I dropped them. Great. And all of a sudden this next one walked by and all I hear is, oh, what's that? Then he walks over the body. Then I hear, oh, what's that? And seriously, after 10 minutes, the entire cabin was just standing around this one body. And you kill them all. I, yeah, you, it's just all 10 are like just in a circle staring at a body, nothing else. They just did not have any brain cells to continue on with their life. They were ready we to die looking at this body. They were going to starve to get starve to death, dehydration. They're going to get sunburns like you've never seen before just to watch this body until it dipped, like it just decays enough that they can't look at it anymore. It was ridiculous, Chris. So yes, this does look like they've addressed that issue. Um, but another weird fun fact is one of the worst things that happened for Horizon the first game uh, is when it came out. It came out right beside Breath of the Wild, and I think that really took some of the wind out of its sails. Yeah. Do you not find it kind of interesting that like the two things they show you right away in this trailer are a glider like Breath of the Wild and more verticality climbing like Breath of the Wild? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that like I, I don't know? If I didn't even put two or two together. Is that hurt funny. feelings or that's is funny. it just me? That's funny. Yeah. I mean, once again, it feels like we're going overly down on it. I'm sure it's going to do really well. Uh, you, well, I have no doubt yeah. it's going to do well. Based off the views, people seemed hyped. I think we're hungry. Well, I want to say for PS5 games, but again, this game is a PS4 game. Yeah, so I'm, uh, al I'm already like only half in it because of that. Like, yeah. Like, I want pure PS5 games. I want to see the, the raw power of the system. Especially well, I just don't want, that you know, balls out. and chains on them, right? You yeah. know, I don't want anything dragging my games down. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll do good. We'll probably both end up getting it at some point. Is it going to be day one for us? I don't know. This also feels like back when we originally talked about Ghost of Tsushima, where it's like, we're like, mm, kind of indifferent. We're like, it looks fine. We don't, don't know. I don't know if it's going to be something. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. And then we got blown away. So... Well, I hope that this is going to be the same type of situation, but I don't you know. know what? Like, it's a sequel, so... Trying to, trying to be optimistic, I'm just going to say I'm going to be hopeful that all the frame rate issues were because of streaming technicalities. I'm going to be hopeful that AI and combat look improved and feel improved. And I'm going to be hopeful that they don't just go way too hard into just dinosaurs all the time because humans just didn't work in the first game um and then yeah maybe this is a phenomenal game maybe it fixes all the issues i had with the previous one and who knows maybe it comes out this year because again optimistic steve and it ends up being my game of the year which again there's not a huge <laughs> list of games to beat uh with one game being resident evil 8 so far uh so yeah who knows i i can't say but i'm definitely i'd like to see more and I'd like to see a dedicated video uploaded that's not, like, you know, it doesn't leave me questioning, is this a game or not? Mm -hmm. Okay, speaking about gameplay reveals, guess what? Another one. Number two. Chris! Far Cry 6 also had a gameplay reveal. Uh, this one, I guess, also sort of comes from Push Square. Uh, Far Cry 6 will hit PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on the 7th of October, 2021. Uh, we got nearly five minutes of footage details how utterly absurd the island of Yara from makeshift weapons through to the act of healing wounds by burning yourself with a lit cigar. Classic Far Cry. 
Further, further details shared after the live stream reveal uh, that Far Cry 6 will receive three pieces of DLC uh, with a gold edition and ultimate edition available for pre-order on the PS Store now. PS4 owners will receive a free upgrade to the PS5 version. I hate when games come out and they're already announcing DLC. It's like, Frick, why didn't you just put that in the game? <laughs> I hate <Yeah>. that shit. <laughs> like, Frick. Ugh. Well, that's honestly... There's multiple reasons why they probably do it, but it, it, to me, it's like that's how they want to sell you on the gold yeah. or ultimate edition. We're going to work more on the game, uh, so we're not just going to throw it out there and abandon it and work on the next game. So I guess they try to give you a little bit of hope <laughs> that yeah. the game's I mean, going to improve took, constantly. only took over six months to get uh, Watch Dogs Legion's uh, content and such. Yeah. And I, is there content? <laughs> I, well, haven't, I, haven't I haven't gone no back to content. look. But I think they just got an update recently that I think just finally gets it like 60 frames or something. I can't remember what it yeah, was. I think I, I just, saw that too. Yeah. I was kind of like, okay, well, cool. Like, but we're all done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you only gave us enough content to keep me satiated for like 10 hours. <laughs> like, I don't, I wasn't, I wasn't still working on this thing that you gave Classic me no content Ubisoft. for. Anyways, uh, so we got five minutes of footage. I had fun with it, actually. I, I'm not someone like, okay, I'm, I'm someone who plays pretty much most of the Far Cry games. I wouldn't call myself a diehard fan or anything by any means. I enjoy myself while I'm playing them, that's for sure. So I'm like, when I watched this trailer, I just had fun watching it. Uh, you got a little bit of story at the beginning, um, some obviously fun animal wildlife uh, that they throw in there. Uh, and then it just goes to the, like the crazy gunplay uh, makeshift weapons that are just weird looking. There's one that you're shooting uh, Macarena CDs at people or something. It just looked hilarious. Uh, there's like a nail gun or something. Uh, it just looks fun. There's this like r- a rocket pack on her back that she can like bend down and shoot six rockets, kind of like Iron Man style. It looked kind of neat. Uh, I don't know. It just looks like it'd be a fun time to play. I I'll be honest. I enjoyed this one more than I did with the horizon, to be honest. Um, I'm hoping that maybe they'll add co-op to this game because uh, they have touched on co-op aspects in the previous ones. Uh, so that might be nice if that happens. I don't know. Uh, and then they showed a little puppy at the end, which everybody always wants. Uh, it was okay. Uh, I'm, I'm weirdly in and out of the fence on this one. I don't like first-person shooters traditionally. Uh, there's a few ones that stand out. Uh, Resident Evil 8 obviously worked for me. Um, and Far Cry 3. Uh, I love Far Cry 3. It's one of those games where I'm like, I don't know if I'll like this, but I'll try it. And then I end up loving it. Uh, the story was great. It really changed what Far Cry was. That was like the big one that changed the flow for the whole series. Uh, and then they released a bunch of bad ones, in my opinion, like, bad's a strong word, but just, you know, not nearly as significant as three since then. I just feel like they haven't been on par with three. And so then, yeah, I saw this one. It does look like they're trying something new. It's interesting. Um, You know, like we talked about the other one, this game looks bad to me Uh, and not the game itself graphically this game's data is all hell you know we i think i keep talking about this but ubisoft's almost becoming the next bethesda in terms of like 
in when we talk about people that need to update the graphics engines, uh, I think Ubisoft's coming to the forefront now yeah. where it's like, okay, guys, like your character models are looking pretty PS3 still. Yeah. Like you, we need, we need an update now. They, they passed the inspection, but that's just it. They barely passed yes. inspection. And like, there's a little improvement still. Like, you know, when she's walking around in the jungle, the light hitting the leaves and stuff, like there's some like upgrades here. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not Watch Dogs Legion's bad. Um, but you know, when you get back to like character models and animations, then it starts feeling Watch Dogs Legion's bad again. Um, otherwise you're right, Chris, it does look fun. I think there's going to be some new elements that might interest me. So I think I'm more optimistic about this game than, you know, what we were talking about before with Horizon, where, you know, just being able to put your gun away and you can actually just experience the world. Like, that's totally new here. You know, every other game, as soon as you're seen, you're just getting shot at all the time. And so you can't do anything. But here, you put your gun away. You can go into the cities uh, or towns or whatever oh, they yeah, are. That's one and, thing I didn't even know. mention. Yeah, the town. Yeah. And I'm like, that could change a lot of things. That's a totally new experience here. So that kind of actually was, oddly enough, such a simple thing. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, this could change it all together. I'm not so much for the weird gun stuff. Like... Only because I probably still have a bad taste in my mouth from the um I keep forgetting the name of it, but it came out of it was like there's the spin-off title of number five. Yeah, five. And yeah. I I forgot what it was, but anyway, it was about the two twins and it was somewhat similar where you make odd pieced guns and you just put them together. I wasn't a huge fan of that, so maybe it's just a bad taste in my mouth, like I said, seeing these make guns. Like it's almost like they kind of looked at Ratchet and Clank. They're like, what if we just took all those wacky things and we'll put them in our game. And that's, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I would prefer traditional guns, but like I've seen both. So it's not like they're saying I can't use like, you know, an AK 47 or something. Even uh, at one point she had like a simple handgun with a silencer. So I'm like, okay, cool. There's options. Uh, and the backpack thing, you know, fine, whatever. Give me a dog. Like, but if anyone shoots them, Oh my God, I'm going crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I had, I think I was optimistic about it. Like, you know, I'm not sitting here hitting the pre-order button or anything, no. but you know, it's nice to have something coming out this year. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't think I'll pre-order this one either, but it's definitely like, like I said, kind of with horizon, it depends on like what other, if there's anything else coming out around it, at least with this one, mm -hmm. we have a date October 7th. So I can kind of look around a week, a week or two ahead and before that, uh, before that and after that, and just see if there's other games coming out in that window. But right now, I don't, I don't have anything on my wish list of like I need to have this game. I, I there's some stuff like I have kind of like a, a marker on like on my wish list of like just games that, but uh, they're probably not coming out for years. Uh, but yeah, this one's not up there. But like I said, it depends on the window. Yeah, I I get it. It depends on my desperation at the time. Yeah. Uh, if, if this year continues going the way it has and we keep not getting games and everything's getting pushed back and delayed, then yeah, I'll probably buy this just out of sheer boredom. That's honestly probably why I'll end up getting Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> so I still you know, won't you get me. I still won't. I'll go to my backlog. <laughs> not that I have anything against Ratchet. No. No, no, I just, I don't, you know, I, it's hard for me to have a backlog. So I just, I'm either into things or I'm not. But anyway, I think that's all we need to say there. So let's move on to number three. Another PlayStation exclusive will make the journey to PC. 
This one comes from VGC. Sony is planning to make Uncharted 4 one of its next PC releases, according to presentation documents published as part of its 2021 Investor Day. The Naughty Dog PS4 title is listed alongside Days Gone under its list of titles planned to release for the PC. Days Gone released on Steam earlier this month. Speaking during investors' call on Wednesday, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan said the further PC, oh sorry, that further PC releases would happen this year and beyond. This one's kind of, you know, I don't think a lot of people expect this one. I all the time I'd hear people say like, okay, PlayStation's going to release this game, this game, this game, but they're not going to, you know, they're not going to put Naughty Dog on PC. You know, they're going to keep their big first parties for themselves. And I'm like, I, I didn't really have an opinion either way. I'm like, well, really, it could be anything. All I know is if it's a big exclusive title, they're just going to make sure it's older. Yeah. You know, like Uncharted 4 is like how many years old now, right? Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, it's safe to put it on PC. Horizon, same thing. And I, I see what they're doing. Like, it makes sense to me in the sense that, like, you're taking your big hitters you're waiting because you don't want to like just, you know, date and date. And then you're just enticing people to be like, hey, if you really like that, like, let's say Horizon, for instance. Hey, we got uh, a sequel coming real soon. And if you don't want to wait five years for it to get to that <laughs> PC, you might want to buy a PS4 or PS5. Right. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what this is. I think they're, you know, I there's going to be a slow push for Uncharted just because we know there's more Uncharted coming. Right. I'm going to take it another way. Uh, I think Sony's playing the big game and they're going to try to release this around the same time as when the movie comes out. I feel like Ooh, they're, they're yeah. I think they're, their studios with their like La last of us and all that other stuff. I think they're trying to time all the releases perfectly just to get the biggest amount of uh, viewings. Cause if they time this game out, uh, like just before or after the movie comes out, it's definitely going to help with sales for probably both. So I, I and they're doing that. I think exactly with Last of Us as well. So uh, I, I feel like they're just they're they're just playing it. They're playing it perfectly. Uh, at least I hope so. If not, then they should give me a call because <laughs> I'm planning it better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think this is what uh, they're they're going to be aiming for. I, I already got a message yesterday, I think, from one of my buddies, like, Uncharted 4 is coming for PC. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm glad you're excited for it. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see people are interested for these games. I know my one buddy's pretty much, I think he's already got, did he buy Days Gone? He bought Horizon. So I think he's planning on getting Days Gone. So I can tell you just from personal experience, people are buying these on PC. And I think Days Gone is doing pretty well on PC, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So mm -hmm. uh, these all seem like really good moves. Yeah. Am I, me being a PlayStation owner, I have no interest. I'm not going to go out and buy these again. I, so I don't know. And But it's weird, too, because it's Uncharted 4. So it's like, I mean, I guess the stories and all the Uncharted games are a little bit, you know, separated, sort of. But they kind of you get more if you play them in order so i don't know if like if you played four as a standalone and you never played the other three would you be confused i don't know probably not because they're all kind of one-off stories sort of in his life yeah i don't think i i've never played one that it seems so like what's the word i'm looking for but it didn't seem so deep yeah that i couldn't follow you know yeah like tomb raiders like you don't have to play the other tomb raiders to you know miss out on story aspects of her life <laughs> yeah so 
that's a good move. I think Sony's, uh, they're playing a secret game that I might have cracked. I mean, it's just, it's free money. I mean, beyond anything else, right? It's just a revenue source you haven't really tapped out yet. So why not put another thing on it? You got like, this one's going to be a, I, I feel like it should do well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a well-known IP and go with it and see what happens. And like I said, I, I think it's a little bit of both of what we're seeing here where Chris, you might be right. Maybe they're trying to line it up. I mean, that movie is also constantly delayed. So maybe it's going to be a hard one to try to line up, but I wouldn't doubt if they at least put it out there and then like Witcher people watch the content later and then come back and buy because they see it's already on the Steam store. Um, and then my theory is just, hey, it's enticing to lure you to anything else Naughty Dog. Wow, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog does later, right? So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we'll push forward. And uh, this one's number four, a push for mobile. See how I use push twice? I'm clever. This one comes from VGC. Take it away, Chris. Sony has said making the PlayStation more social is one of the next big challenges for Sony, including a push into smartphone gaming to complement its AAA console releases. Not to be confused with quadruple A. <laughs> We're going to carry that on as long as we I'm can. I'm going to for the, until I am dead and in the ground. <laughs> until we forget what originally created the quadruple A. <laughs> Speaking during Sony's corporation strategy meeting on Tuesday, CEO Kenichiro Yoshida said that the company viewed its work in services, mobile and social areas as crucial to expanding the PlayStation audience. This includes recent investment in a PlayStation Movio studio and messaging platform Discord. In an additional speech made during this meeting, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan uh, provided additional detail on what these potential expansion areas meant for PlayStation business. Ryan went on to confirm that PlayStation plans to bring its franchises to mobile as part of a new initiative. Last month, a job ad suggested that the company had established a new business unit exactly for this purpose. In quotes, PlayStation has a huge catalog of diverse first-party IP. Yay! That wasn't in the quotes, the yay part. That can transition to smartphone gaming and complement our AAA games or live service games. We are exploring the mobile market with some wonderful PlayStation franchises, so please stay tuned. Through investments in IP, group collaboration within Sony, investment in social and mobile, we are excited for the opportunity to continue to expand our community and welcome millions of new gamers to the PlayStation family. Oh, it's so wholesome. In the same meeting, Sony said its priority within the PlayStation Network was to maintain and increase the engagement of its community and to expand the community itself. Uh, This isn't to be confused with them actually removing the community button on the PS4. (laughs) In quotes, currently we are working to enhance and develop our services within the network, such as PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Okay, that's a mouthful. I also kind of chopped that article apart. So if you want to look at it, head over to VGC. But it was one hell of a long one, and I didn't feel like making Chris read the entirety, <laughs> which I know he appreciates. So, Chris, are you excited for your, your PlayStation IPs to head over to your cell phone? Uh, I think uh, people who have listened to us already uh, and any new people that need to know, uh, we're not mobile gamers. Uh, I have three games on my phone. Um, but I don't play them. So it's like uh, I just don't have interest in playing on mobile systems. I had the Vita. I think I played one of those like kind of 
can't remember what the game's called. One of those music ones where you're hitting the buttons when the music hits the notes and all that kind of thing. DJ so, Max. That's it. That, those uh, are fun. You know, I know exactly why you play that game. And it came back from our days uh, of work a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, you remember but, why. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> shout out to Victor. Shout out to Victor. Uh, he got Victor. me hooked on that. <laughs> shout out to Victor. Yeah. Oh, memories. But yeah, yeah, mobile gaming is not for me. As far as the social aspect, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with Discord. Uh, but I, yeah, I, it's hard for me to speculate on what they're going to turn that into. Uh, I assume it's going to be interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing more about that one. What about you? I think you're in the same boat as far as mobile gaming. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big mobile gamer. Uh, you have officially 300% more mobile games on your phone than me. I have one game and it's called Solitaire. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm a 70 year old man who's disgruntled. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm not excited for this. I'm, you know, I don't mind. Like, if Sony wants a new, like, market share and they want revenue in a new way, great, go get it. I think I'm an advocate for Sony playing it like a business, right? I want them to make money because, like, I went on a rant weeks ago the more money they make, the more games we get. And it's just like, it's win-win for everyone. So do I care that they're doing this? No. Does it speak to me? No. Uh, my only concern is it's just going to be, I'm worried it's going to end up being like what Nintendo is to mobile games currently. You know, I think me and you were talking about this off recording and we both said the same thing. You know, I can only think of three Nintendo mobile games currently. There is the Mario Run. Uh, I think it was Dr. Mario. And then you were talking about Mario Kart. And as they've released, they've been a little better about things, but they're still mobile-ass mobile games. They're not a console experience. They're not even a handheld experience. They're just a mobile experience, especially Mario Run, and they're followed by microtransactions. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, the further they release, the less egregious the microtransactions seem to be, but they're still there. And a lot of the time, it seems to be like, well, if you want to keep playing or if you want this you know, spend a dollar or two. And that's just not what I'm about. I don't want an Uncharted where it's like, hey, you want to get to the next level quicker instead of waiting a day to play the next level, pay $5. You know, I, that just seems silly to me. Just release a good game on my PlayStation and I'll play it. Uh, but I do know that some people want these things. Obviously, there's a market for mobile. Like, you know, I'm not saying that nobody downloads mobile games. It's just n mobile's never been anything for me. I did have a Vita like you, Chris. Um, but I rarely used it. You know, I drive my own car, so it's hard for me to really find a time or a reason to play a mobile con. Like, even if we're talking about handheld, cell phone, doesn't matter. Uh, it just doesn't speak to me. But you know, I, I get why Sony's looking into this. You know, it's just untapped potential for more money, right? Like, that, what more can I really say about this? It seems like a no-brainer. Uh, you know, even Xbox has been pushing like it's cloud play on cell phones. It's not, you know, that's apples to oranges. It's not a, a fair comparison. They're not going for the same thing currently, but who knows? Maybe we're going to get a Halo mobile as well. If all it works for Sony, right? Uh, so yeah, I don't have much more to say. It, it just seems like a, a lot of corporate talk about, Hey, we're just looking at another way to earn Yep. I don't know how many more times I can say Let's make, make more money. money. Right? I mean, obviously, microtransactions are always going to be a thing, it seems like, and they need to tap that market. Uh, so anyway, we've said enough money talk. Let's go to number five, little big server issues. This one comes from Kotaku, Chris. I knew there was more to this one. 
For a while now, PS3 platformer Little Big Planet has been under attack. Its server is repeatedly the target of. Four. It's yeah, no. Its server is repeatedly the target for people with nothing better to do than annoy whatever fan base is left for a game that was released in 2008. The game's servers have been struggling since March, when it was assumed that DDoS attacks were the cause for repeated shutdowns and closures. They were closed again on the weekend, though, when hackers gained access to the game's community features to post transphobic messages. It has been over two months since users first started reporting downtime and issues with LittleBigPlanet servers, which Sony has only briefly addressed from a techno technical perspective without providing an explanation as to why the attacks are taking place or what can be done to salvage the community for a game that, despite its age, still has its fair share of fans. Fans speaking to Eurogamer, however, placed the blame for the initial DDoS attack, at least at the feet of a rogue fan, who they suspect is unhappy with Sony's treatment of the franchise. I don't know if any of that is technically the reason why he did the attack. I mean, I don't know how in a bad way Sony's been treating Little Big Planet community or anything like that. I wonder if he's, again, this is purely speculative, but... Is it because he's upset that they turned it from a create-your-own-world game to Sackboy's Adventures? That could be it. But it, or was, is he upset about dreams? Like, I, yeah, I don't understand what is, or why. Yeah, is he the first person that caused this thing to go down? Or is he saying this comment because the servers went down and why aren't they back up? And then he made this comment. I don't know the order of how these things t uh, took place. Uh, to me, I remember, like... I randomly turned the game on just to see if I got an achievement for people playing my levels <laughs> just because I'm bored. And I was like, all of a sudden, the servers weren't working. I think I pointed this out a couple months ago, and it was, it was super uh -huh. weird. And then I was like, I tried a week later, and the servers were still down. I'm like, okay, something's going on here. So I don't know. It's it's really weird to me. Uh, I, f I do feel like uh, if there is an attack or something going on, I think Sony probably has the expertise to put this out of its misery uh, pretty quick if they wanted to i feel like they this is they're just using this maybe for a reason just to shut down the servers and move on from their day uh let's move on to newer games let's let's let this die i, I feel like that's what sony's doing i don't know if it's sony specifically or a different specific branch or person or group associated with sony but it feels like they're just letting this thing die out and then the fans can move on to something more I mean, they shut down the Little Big Planet racing game. I can't remember what it was called, but they shut that game, like the online aspect, down quick. I don't even think it was. Maybe it was a couple years, and then it was shut down or something. Maybe even sooner than that. So I feel like they're they're trying to let these things die out. Yeah, I. It's definitely strange. Like, why anyone would even be, you know. F doing this to a game that's so old like i don't understand it just seems petty on either side but i do agree with you i kind of wonder if sony's okay with it because they're like hey like let's play sackboy adventures or you know go play our next like newest mascot astro right yeah and, and we're not saying like obviously sony doesn't care about the transphobic comments obviously they do and it just proves how childish these people are for posting that shit on there it's just we just think sony is just maybe using this as a reason to just let it die out because they want to shut the servers down and install new software on it <laughs>
Yeah, like even one of the quotes, like we didn't really get into it, but Little Big Planet's Twitter account shared an update saying, due to the severity of recent attacks, we have no other option than to temporarily disable the game servers. We do not take these attacks lightly, especially when they target our loyal community members. Thanks for understanding. But as you can tell, that's not really followed up with any dates or plan of like when it's coming back up, what they can do. That was Little Big Planet's Twitter or? Yes. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't know. It it sounds bad for fans. Like this kind of sucks. And I hope there's an update. You know, there's not much more to say on it. It just seems like a bad situation for everyone. Uh, super unfortunate. Like I'd be, I, I'm, I'm kind of searching for more information on this and I'm just not finding it. Like I'd love to know what is exactly going on. Like why these people are upset. So far, none of the articles I've been able to find really talk about it much more. So Whatever, we'll just get into the next article. So we're going on to article number six. PS Now is still kicking. This one comes from The Verge. Sony says 2.2 million people are subscribed to PlayStation Now. Its cloud gaming subscription service has offers that offers access to a growing selection of first and third party titles. PlayStation Now has more than doubled its subscription count from around the t this time last year when Sony reported that over 1 million people were subscribed. The increase in paid PlayStation Now subscriptions also comes seven months after Sony announced it was slashing its pricing with subscriptions now costing $9.99 a month or $59.99 for a year. That previously cost $20 a month or $100 annually. Though the number of PlayStation Now subscriptions look huge on paper, Sony launched the service over five years ago and it's been slow to grow its closest competitor xbox game pass which also offers a massive library of games for subscriptions to play has accumulated 10 million subscribers as of april after launching in 2017. sony's online gaming service playstation plus is growing too it hit 41.5 million subscribers at the end of march a 5 million user increase compared to around the time this time last year when sony reported playstation plus exceeded over 36 million active users Microsoft reported that Xbox Live has amassed 90 million active users in late April. These numbers may have only seen an increase, increase due to the coronavirus pandemic since many are stuck at home and looking for entertainment. That's been lucrative for gaming with the industry raking in a record $10.9 billion in the first quarter of 2020. Chris, are you excited to subscribe? Because I haven't said subscribe enough to PlayStation <laughs> Now uh yeah i still have no interest in subscribing uh hard pass, i have enough games that i own uh let alone paying for a subscription service for to play games that like i find the playstation now service still has their the newest game they probably have on there is like probably a year old at least maybe maybe six months old so i mean don't get me wrong there's probably something in there that i would play for sure but I have enough of my own games that I purchase or I get a decent amount from the PlayStation Plus, uh, the free games where that keeps me busy at least for a couple days during a month. So uh, for me, I, I, I'm still not going to use the service. I know we've talked about this in the past where I feel like maybe the services are going to merge. Uh, maybe we get announcement of that in the coming months. Um, but I, uh, that's just my speculation. I think... Uh, they want to try and compete more with the Xbox Game Pass and the PlayStation Now is where you do that, uh, but they really have to step up their game still. Uh, lowering the price helped, I'm sure, but 
I think it's just like the content. They need more content on there that people want. For me, anyway. Yeah, it's it's a weird article. Like, it's clearly not doing great. I don't like that it compares to Game Pass, though, because that's not the same thing. Game Pass is... A, you know, they're similar in certain aspects, but Game Pass is, you know, more download this game. It's a Netflix service almost. Yes, yeah. Where PlayStation Now is traditionally like mostly streaming you know it, it was kind of their only workaround sort of for uh backwards play especially when you're dealing with ps4 when it initially launched right, right? yeah um and yeah like they haven't done things right <laughs> like with that service it, it's just i don't know it's been nothing but hurdled with strife uh it's constantly like you know we talk about the price cuts why was it so expensive in the first place uh, so that didn't help it. And even as soon as they cut that price, you know, they said originally it wasn't even at 1 million. As soon as they cut the price, it went over a million right away. So clearly price is helping. And then you're right. They need to do some new tactics to try to make this thing grow. If this is truly the future that they want, which again, I'm with you, Chris, this doesn't appeal to me. I shit on game pass a lot just because I don't think it's financially viable but really, when it's all said and done, I don't like any of these services. And it's not that I not like is a strong word. It's just they're not for me. I buy the games I want to play. So I'm done. You know, when I see these guys, uh, Game Pass, PlayStation Now, it doesn't matter. You go in the list. I look at the games. And I'm like, yeah, maybe there's a few things I might dabble in, but they don't speak to me strongly enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to keep subscribed for this. And then, you know, eventually these games, just like contracts on Netflix, they disappear randomly and then you know you just have to hope that there's new games that are worth your time that replace them and that's not always the case a lot of times especially with playstation now since i see that more often i would say that's not the case there's so many times when you know even dishonored 2 is leaving there right away probably because of the bethesda xbox deal um where it's like well that is a pretty good game that would be one of those games i would have played but you know even that guess what i bought it <laughs> yeah. so you know, you get a PlayStation deal and some of these games are just too cheap not to buy. That's the thing. Like, the, you hit it right on the money when you said, "If is there a game that I really want to play? Well, then I'll buy it. Because that game is not going to be on PlayStation now. Not not for like, like I said, probably at least a year. Might, probably more than that, to be honest. So, well, you're right. Because like, I might be speaking out of my ass here. But like, I remember one of the games they had on PlayStation now is Mortal Kombat 9. Okay, great. But when me and you buy PS5, PlayStation Collections has Mortal Kombat 10 for free. Yeah, for free. And I'm currently and I'm currently playing 11. So that's an old ass game on PlayStation now that I don't care about. Yeah, like Nines has a great story mode. If you never played it, go there. Like I, that's the best intro to Mortal Kombat you can try right now. Uh, if you're <laughs> whatever crazy like me and you want to get enthralled by the Mortal Kombat story and lore. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, like that's old ass game. I feel and like I feel like these these services might help more for people on budgets, maybe. Um, so it's like you could just subscribe to the service. You never have to go out and buy a game uh, ever, but you could just survive. You know, pay pay a year subscription and just play whatever they have access to. So this could be maybe something that uh, people on the budget would maybe uh, use more often. I don't know. To be honest, though, I think when I think of subscription service, I would think people who are living off on, on a budget, they wouldn't subscribe for things. But I don't know. Maybe it's kind of the opposite in this case. Yeah. You know what? It's like 
if if these things speak to you, get them. Uh, and like you know, with Game Pass, I it's way more alluring that you have potential big hitters coming. Um, but again, I just the only reason I'm negative on Game Pass is like I said, the financial aspect of it, where I just don't think that'd be a winning recipe for PlayStation and. As I always say, I want PlayStation to do better because then we just get better games and more games. So I think that's all we really need to say. Let's just get to our last article of the day. Number seven, the origins of fantasy. This one also comes from VGC. Neo and Ninja Gaiden developer Team Ninja is developing a new Final Fantasy spinoff action game for Square Enix, reportedly titled Final Fantasy Origins. It's expected to be announced in June in conjunction with the E3 2021 Square Enix is confirmed to appear at this year's E3. Final Fantasy Origin, which has been compared to From Software's Dark Souls series and Respawn Entertainment's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the Final Fantasy spinoff is said to be more accessible than Neo for a wider audience and set during the event of the first game in the franchise. Origin is reportedly bound for PlayStation 5 with a Windows PC version coming later. Another component of the rumors surrounding Final Fantasy Origin is that Team Ninja will release a playable demo of the game this summer to solicit feedback from players. The studio similarly released alpha demos of Neo and Neo 2 ahead of each game's final product. Chris, we kind of talked about this last week when the first article before recording was just that there was a rumor to be an exclusive PS5 game coming from Square Enix at E3. We didn't know what it was, so me and you just speculated and wasted a shit ton of time. And then I went to hit the upload on the podcast on Monday, as I always do. And of course, as soon as I hit upload, I open up my web browser and the bloody game gets revealed, of course, because <laughs> God hates me. <laughs> he hates me so much. So anyway, yes, we kind of unofficially find out what game we're actually getting. Does this interest you whatsoever? So when they compare it to games like the From Software's Dark Souls and the Respawn Entertainment, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, that definitely has me interested. Uh, I'm starting to get more into those types of games, uh, for sure. Um, As far as Final Fantasy Origin, I have really vague recollections of what even the first Final Fantasy, the story was about. Uh, I I, I honestly, I, I won't remember uh, I feel like to me there wasn't even your your team didn't have names if I'm remembering it was just like white mage fighter I think they were just classifications uh, so I mean th- this concept seems like a really good ide- idea to re- maybe revive that original game because frankly yeah like I said I don't think there's too many people that remember what it's about um, and yeah I don't know I'm interested I'm always interested in anything Final Fantasy and just hearing the de- who the developer is also has me interested although wasn't I, although i'm not a huge fan of the neo or ninja gaiden series uh if it's some anywhere close to the dark souls or fallen order uh i'm definitely interested yeah i've heard uh, you know some other rumors that kind of go with these ones and it's hard to really pace them we're gonna have to wait until we see you know the actual reveal but I'm hearing rumors that there might be difficulty settings. So like there might actually be an easy, normal, hard, uh, which would be kind of almost a first for, well, that's not true. Fallen Order did have difficulty settings. So something like that. But I also, the weird one I heard is if it's, if it can be believed to be true, I'm hearing this one's actually going to be quite violent. Like there's going to be blood gore, you know, kind of like blood souls esque in that sense. Uh, 
Did I say Blood, Blood Souls? Souls? I just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I fused Bloodborne and Dark Souls yeah. into the same Blood series. Blood Souls. That's the next game Blood in the series. Souls. Good. All of a sudden, it was like PS5 reveal trailer. Blood, <laughs> Blood Souls. Souls. And I'm like, what? I knew it. <laughs> but anyway, yes, uh, I've heard it's going to possibly be violent. You know, the, the difficulty settings. I'm really excited for this. I don't know anything about the first Final Fantasy. Never played it. Uh, you know, when, by the time I got into play, uh, my first PlayStation console, my first game was Final Fantasy VII. That was kind of my first entry into the Final Fantasy series. But then I never really went back. I only moved forward. So then after that, I played, you know, eight, nine, all of them since, uh, even the MMOs. So I am a Final Fantasy fan, but I guess I'm not a hardcore fan in the sense that I don't really try one through six, even though I know some of those are the same game, whatever. It's complicated and scary and it confuses me. <laughs> but I'm super excited for this. Like you said, Chris, I like Dark Souls or Blood Souls, whatever the hell it's called now. Um, I like all that stuff. I love Bloodborne. Uh, I want you to get Demon Souls because I enjoy that. Uh, I didn't play the Neos. Uh, they just didn't speak to me, but that's fine. Like I, I know people have played them that love them. Uh, so I'm really excited for this announcement. Actually, like the, I, I want to see this. The other thing is they say bound for PlayStation Five, which that makes mm. me even more excited. Which means if hopefully they're not looking at a PS4, which means it's going to be perfect because it's going to be PS5 yeah. and it's going to be amazing I'm gonna yeah i'd like that to see right that now. team do a you know a next well it's so weird because we still have to talk and be like next gen and they're even though that's not technically correct ps5 is technically current gen and previous gen is ps4 but the problem is they keep releasing freaking ps4 games yeah so then you're like next gen upgrade right so yeah. it keeps it in your brain that it's next gen it's so confusing but yes you're right it, it's releasing just for ps5 and i pray to god it is then like, yeah, what can this game look like? This would be the first time the teams worked on an exclusive next gen title. Um, I don't know. There's so many questions and mystery around this, but I'm, I'm all go, you know, like if they do this right, I can almost guarantee you right now, this is going to be like a day one purchase for me. It's going to be a banger. Okay. So we're done with all our news articles. Congratulations to us. That means we can just get on to homework. What is homework? Homework is when we finish all our news articles, but mainly because of time restrictions. So we just get all the other news that we couldn't really fit in the show. We give you the article's name, we give you the source, and then you can just go find it yourselves and then educate yourselves. So we start with number one for homework. CD Projekt Red appoints new Cyberpunk 2077 game director. Uh, and you can find that at VGC. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of looked up the guy's name. You can't really find a lot about this guy. All I know is he worked at the the MMO for Star Wars Old Republic or whatever with EA. Didn't a lot of people on Reddit didn't seem to love the man. Uh, so we'll have to see what that brings forward for them. But uh, you know they got to be making moves because uh, they ain't making sell, sales. I'll tell you that. Number two, Dying Light Two now has an official release date. This one also comes from VGC, and yeah, that's coming out in December. So look forward to that if you're a Dying Light fan. Crystal Dynamics has opened new digs in Austin, Texas. This one comes from Destructoid. So new new studio set up there. So that'll be good. Hopefully. Oh, uh, yeah. We, hopefully they can help out with some of that amazing Marvel's Avengers uh, DLC. Woo, more costumes. CD Projekt says it's still waiting for Sony's approval to bring, play, uh, to bring PlayStation back to PlayStation. To bring Cyberpunk back to the PlayStation Store. This one comes from VGC or pretty much anywhere. Um, it's kind of surprising that's still not up there, but 
also then again, PlayStation, don't burn them. Don't burn them, yeah. man. <laughs> don't, the, the, don't piss on that back. Yeah. <laughs> They're like elephants. They never forget. <laughs> but unlike elephants, they never forgive. <laughs> Last bit of homework is PS Plus June 2021's games are announced. Uh, this one comes from Push Square. It looks like we'll be getting Star Wars Squadrons, which is pretty new. So that's interesting. Uh, I wonder if that does that have VR set up on the PlayStation? Probably. They had it on PC. Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown and Clever Plays Operation Tango for PlayStation 5. Those will be available on June 1st because I think June 1st is actually the Tuesday. Okay, so that's it for homework. That means that's it for the show. Thank you for joining us yet again for another beautiful Monday. We will see you next Monday because that is how this works. And I just want to say thank you for giving us any of your time. It's your most valuable currency, and we just appreciate you spending a little bit of that with us. Some additional shout outs. I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, you know, we've seen some growth uh, random areas, but I just want to shout out Australia, uh, United Kingdom, Ireland. You know, we're just seeing growth everywhere. So I just really want to say uh, thanks to you guys, Florida. Idaho, Tennessee, Virginia, you know, all you guys are banging it. When Canada, you know, Ontario, holy crap, British Columbia, Quebec. Uh, it's just... They you know, are becoming our base. Thank you. Uh, we just want to say thank you is basically, you know, even in Australia, I got like, you know, Victoria, New South Wales, New South Wales, Queensland. Like, it's just, we're seeing growth everywhere and we just want to say appreciate it, you know, especially in some of these other areas. They've really shot up recently. So clearly you guys are spreading the word and uh, it tickles us pink. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's it. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Um, Virtua Fighter 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 Virtua Fighter Five Virtua Fighter <laughs> 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 <laughs>